That was pretty good. Hey, hey everyone. <laughs> uh, welcome to uh, Evangelion Analysis with the Men. Um, uh, this is, I am Oscar. Next to me, I have my co-host Jackson. Say hello, Jackson. Hey, what's up, guys? And our guests here today are uh, Andrew. Andrew. And Caleb. Hello. Yes. Um, today we're, uh, let me let me stop that. Today we're going to be talking, we're just going to be doing a, a deep dive, talking about all the different things in, uh, in Evangelion, uh, which if you don't know, that's okay. Um, so without further ado, I guess we should just get started. Do you wear pants and just hate the long legs but don't want to cut them off? Then get yourself some shorts from shorts.com. Uh, be sure to go to shorts.com slash the men and be sure to use code NOTPANTS at checkout for 2% off your purchase. Again, that's shorts.com slash T-H-E-M-E-N and be sure to use code NOTPANTS at checkout for 2% off your purchase. <laughs> this episode of uh, Analysis with the Men is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends is a turn-based RPG done right. In case you've been living under a rock and haven't heard, Raid is a is a crazy mobile game that changes everything. The game is crazy popular with almost 15 million downloads in the last six months. Raid is an epic dark fantasy done right. A hero collecting turn-based game with over 400 champions to collect and customize. And Raid you can get knights, orcs, and other cool features with a uh, multi-battle uh, auto mode. Use code Evangelion for a bonus pack today. So, basically the show neon genesis evangelion um the the simple rundown of it is that the japan is under attack by these creatures called angels uh from the beginning of the show you're not given a whole lot of information it's really just uh there are these things and they need people to um to fight them and the military is throwing everything they have at them but their weapons are basically useless uh so they have these things called the eva units which are uh, basically giant suits of armor, like giant mech warrior robot type things, and they put children inside of them for some reason. Um, uh, and because I guess it's because children are the most compatible with them uh, when they link their brain up to it. But uh, so they will put these people, put, put these kids inside of them, and then they'll just tell them to go fight. Um, in the very beginning of the show, there's only one active unit, and it's uh, Ava Unit Zero, which is run by. Oh, I don't remember the girl's name. Some girl who uh, is important, but I can't remember her name. Um, and the first time you see her, she's literally dying because she was just taken down by the angel um, in the first episode. And so the main character, Shinji, goes and uh, he's taken to this facility. And they tell him that he has to pilot it without any uh, training. And uh, that's when you start to see the, uh, you know, the psychological torment that this thing that these uh, suits can have on these kids um, and throughout the show you see uh, his relationship with his father is really just a disgusting thing uh, his father only uses him for the uh, for the benefit of mankind um, and you don't see any real love between them throughout the show uh, there's a whole bunch of religious references in regarded in regards to the angels and their, uh, their appearance on Earth. Um, and later in the show, they start to get in, in depth about why the angels are even there. And uh, 
uh, spoiler alert, by the way, because uh, this is a podcast talking about a show. Um, I hope you're okay with this. Uh, man tried to recreate God, and in the process of doing so, they upset God, and he uh, sent down angels to basically as punishments. And uh, there are, I believe, 13 angels um, in total, and it's... Uh, they, they just come down, and they all have different weaknesses, so they have to fight the angels, but the people who are fighting the angels don't know. So the kids who are fighting these things don't actually know that they're, uh, what they're doing it for. Uh, that being said, one of the main characters, the one that was in Unit Zero, was uh, created by this facility and uh, being used as their toy to... Uh, try to basically recreate man, or was one of the results of them trying to recreate God um, as man. And so they use that child to control these things. And then they just have some unfortunate people from around the world, one girl named uh, Asuka, who um, gives the main character, Shinji, a hard time throughout the entire show. Uh, She uh, ends up being put in housing with him with uh, their... I don't want to say higher up because I, I guess she is their higher up, but she's uh, her name's Misato, and she basically houses them. She has a penguin for some reason, um, but they have to do like a synchronizing routine. And later in the show, they're always arguing about it. And later in the show, you see that um, they were forced to put together just because they knew that they were so opposite that it would be beneficial to. Um, to everyone else if they could get these two to work together because then they could have some sort of hope that their plan would work. Um, and their, uh, their little dance that they did ended up being a, a big important routine for defeating angels. So they started pairing up as many, basically just finding, pulling kids out of uh, the local school and trying to pair them up with uh, other um, other units, Evangelion units. So I believe it's unit three um, Asuka is in Unit 2, and Unit 3 is by uh, some school kid, and he ends up almost dying immediately because they were, the uh, facility was foolish and tried to, uh, tried to just throw someone in because they, were kind of, they knew they were running out of time. Uh, as the show progresses, you start to see the, uh, um, really the breaking down of, uh, emotionally of people who have been working there for a long time, and you start to realize that most of the people working at this corporation, uh, which by the way is called NERV, I don't remember what it stands for, but it's N-E-R-V, um, but the, most of the people who are working in this corporation don't actually know what they're doing, um, and in one of the very later episodes, they come to find out that uh, the Evangelion units that they were sending out to fight um, with these children in them are actually the creations that they were making. Um, so they are human-like uh, creatures stuffed inside of suits with their necks hollowed out so that they can put children in them um, to control them. And once the main character, Shinji, realizes this, he becomes basically traumatized and unable to pilot anymore. Um, and so his own father dubs him useless and uh, and basically cast him aside, and he has to just sit there and watch as they're killing these, these things that are basically he people, because um, they definitely do have feeling and they have emotion. Um, and the other children who are piloting them um, they haven't realized this. Uh, at one point, Misato realizes this, 
and she decides to start to fight back and um, really everything kind of goes to hell after this um, they 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 realize that uh that Shinji's father, the one who they've all been working for, was actually, he knew about this the whole time, and he was basically piloting, uh, or forcing these kids to pilot them because he knew that uh, if he tried to put an adult in there, it would kill them instantly because it uh, wouldn't react the same as them. So he's putting uh, more lives at danger than he needs to. Um, Also, he was the one who was trying to create God as man in the first place. And so in in resulting uh, or a result for of that was um what i believe was the fifth children is what they're called the pilots are called the children um the fifth one was a boy who just appeared out of nowhere and uh just some some young man who uh, walks up and just does it perfectly and it turns out that he was the 13th angel and uh in order to or not the 13th i believe he was the 12th but in order to uh um stop this basically apocalypse, this uh, taking over. Um, they have to, uh, he, he becomes good friends with Shinji and uh, he has human emotions and you can see that, uh, um, that basically all the things that they are creating have the capability to feel and uh, it gives you just this sense of dread for everything that's been going on and it really flips the entire um, way you think about it upside down, and so the uh, the fifth children tells Shinji that he needs to kill him, which is something if you have you, if you've ever had a friend tell you, which you probably haven't, but having someone tell you that um, they want you to kill them is just a, a very traumatizing thing, and having that being the uh, one of the most important moments in a in a show, um, which it gives the the viewer just a whole bunch of realization of what's actually happening um, and that uh, that he wanted to die because he knows what's right uh, as because he has the capability to feel as a human um, so um, just just a simple rundown from beginning to end uh, religion is plays a big part in all of it there's lots of uh, lots of quotes from the bible which we'll get to a little later on um, and lots of uh, references to other things in pop culture that you wouldn't necessarily think of in the matter that they're used. Um, and that's really all I have for uh, that little rundown. So now, thank you. Often said to be the most influential anime ever created, Neon Genesis Evangelion's impact on anime is undeniable. Its imagery and iconography have stayed in the market and the public eye for longer than any other anime even ones made recently. Originally airing in 1995 and consisting of 26 episodes, the franchise has grown and continues to grow to this day. Neon Genesis Evangelion has reached the small screen and the big screen with its films. Death and Rebirth, its first film, came out in the theaters in 1997, two years after the series was first made, and it's the first sequel film. It was a two-part film with the first part summarizing the original 26 episodes and the second looking into the near future after the series ending. In July of the same year, a second movie was released called End of Evangelion. Even although its name suggests otherwise, it was in fact not the end of the franchise. Since then, more movies have been released such as the four-part film series including You Are, in parentheses, Not Alone, which was released in 
2007, the film You Can, in parentheses, not advance, which was released in 2009, and the third film You Can, in parentheses, not redo, which was released in 2012. The final and the fourth part of the series and the last movie, which is called Thrice Upon a Time, was scheduled to have a June 2020 release, but has been pushed back multiple times. Little is known about the last movie, including the release date or the plot, but we can only predict that it will be as amazing and as captivating as the rest of the prior films in the series. That alone makes this anime incredibly impactful considering when the original was first made and that its movies have been released up to 25 years after the show's original debut. This franchise has also been made into many video games each in their own respective genres. This franchise managed not only to use its popularity and influence to create films and video games, but it has also been made into mangas, which are basically graphic novels in anime format. The show's use of difficult and mature themes also served to shift anime industry from shallow plots and storylines to something with more substance and depth. Hi, what's up guys? So, uh, I'm gonna explain to, uh, to Andrew here basically how Evangelion in and of itself is very influential and the, uh, the effect it's had, like, on the, on the feet, on, uh, different literary pieces and all that kind of stuff and why it belongs in the literary canon. Please, enlighten me, Jackson. Andrew, what do you think that Evangelion is? You know... I've seen this one too many times. I know what anime is. It's just a bunch of sword fighting and big robots and screaming ladies. See? So, that that's what I think Evangelion is, Jackson. Interesting point of view. See, you're one of the many people that are very misinformed about what Evangelion is and anime as a whole. Evangelion isn't just fighting robots, please. It's much more than that. Is there screaming ladies, though, Jackson? I don't think so, Andrew. <laughs> There's a lot of episodes. So, the reason why Evangelion is so important is uh, is the fact that it, it's completely reshaped how anime address addresses like uh, very serious topics and what can really be addressed in media as a whole and all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's so influential that it's been referenced in pop culture and TV shows and movies hundreds if not thousands of times over the past 20 years ever since it was released. So, um... I heard Richard talking about that. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Pacific Rim? Yeah, I have. Complete, just an entire Evangelion reference. Amazing. That's crazy, dude. It really is. So, the, um, an example of how it's, how it's reshaped anime. So, it, it's, uh, it was one of the few... It's not, it wasn't the first one to address serious issues, like, a uh, like, psychological, like, uh... Trauma, psychological trauma, that kind of stuff, uh, PTSD, all that. It wasn't the first one to do it, but it was the first one to do it so successfully and get such a such amazing critical acclaim for it. So does it mess with your emotions? It does. It oh, does very shoot. much. So if you're if you're not in the right mental state, you might not want to watch this show. But I have faith in you, Andrew. Um, man, I, I don't know about that one, Jackson. Yo, it's so good, Andrew. Trust me, man. I'm kind of mentally unstable myself. <laughs> so is. In Evangelion, there's a lot of deep references and all this kind of stuff. Uh, an example, there's a lot of deep uh, religious references, you know. It references a, a bunch of, like, the uh, religions, especially like, the big, like, the main 
three popular religions, uh, Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, they, uh, so the, the uh, as Oscar explains, uh, the, in the plot, right, the, uh, humanity's getting attacked by, by angels, right, and these angels, right, they're, at the beginning of the show, I don't want to give any spoilers, of course, but you don't know where they come from, you don't know why they're attacking humanity, and, uh, and, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting take on a lot of very, uh, a lot of things that people were too afraid to, uh, to make media about back then because of the, the worry of the bad press they might get because people take a lot of offense, especially when it comes to religion. You, you understand that, right? Right? Yeah, man. I, people can be so sensitive, am I right, man? You know me. <laughs> To this day, it is Evangelion itself is is renowned as such a amazing, influential thing, and uh, one of the most popular and one of the most just like uh, fate. Like when uh, you ask a lot of people in Japan where uh, anime is made, if you ask them their favorites, uh, and uh, Evangelion is likely to come up. And because of this, multiple movies have been made about it. Like afterwards, uh, expanding upon the series, uh, it's been rebuilt, like uh, redone multiple times. All this kind of stuff. It's it's insane. There's merch going for millions of miles that people will buy and pay for because it's just that um, that like renowned and critically yeah. acclaimed. I see people wearing shirts in public with Evangelion on it. Right. I'm wondering why. Like, why? What have they done? What has that show done to them that exactly. makes them wear the shirt? I saw this one person get um a, like a six hundred dollar case for like an Evangelion case for their AirPods. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, right? It's like, what's up? Right? And um, some some more popular anime that people that don't really watch anime that uh, might know about, like like Pokemon, uh, you know, Naruto is a very popular one for like kids shows and all this kind of stuff. A lot of them have Evangelion references in them. Uh, uh, I'm sure Richard might have talked about this. I'm not exactly sure. But my favorite show growing up was uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, I'm saying... Yeah, it's it's so good. Well, um, one of the like spirits that you encounter, Hebei, right, uh, looks exactly and was designed like the angels from Evangelion. The uh, just his his design was based on the on the Evangelion angels. I didn't know that until recently, and so it's so weird that you know how uh, how popular certain stuff is until you like actually look into it. So, yeah. yeah uh, so it's really that popular, right? It, yeah, it's that popular. It's it's crazy. So if I watched this, I'd have like a different take on. I'd see how it influenced movies and all that. Yes, and, sir. And all those yes, animes. Sir. Wow. It's cra It's crazy, man. Well, I might have to go watch it. I hope you do. Alright guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the uh, the boys explaining Evangelion. It was a lot of fun. I really hope that we taught you guys a lot. You know, hope, you, uh, hope that maybe you guys will watch the show because of us. It's truly a really great show. I really enjoyed it. Um, Andrew. what Man, this, this show sounds great. I love all the details and all the inspiration it gave to other shows. I think I might have to check it out. I'm hoping that you guys feel the same way and, and check it out sometime. And, you know, 
hopefully we can influence you guys to all start maybe watching uh, anime and just getting into that kind of entertainment. Um, it was, it was again, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed uh, watching the show uh, for this episode specifically, and you know, talking about it with our with our uh, with our group. So, yeah, uh, Caleb, real quick, is going to explain uh, basically what we said in this episode. If you want, like a little recap or all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, off to Caleb. So, what we went over today was. Uh, the influence this anime has over other animes and society today and the impact it has over over the media and also the characters and how well written they are and the plot goes very well in depth thank you for tuning in on to today's podcast said it yeah uh, thank you for listening to uh, analysis with the men. We uh, enjoy. I hope you enjoyed your stay. Have a good evening. Rest easy. Love you all.